0: The American Meat Institute presents The Life of Riley, a half hour with radio's friendliest family, and starring William Bendix as Riley. Those of us who know war worker Riley know that his life consists of a series of emotional ups and downs. Last week, for example, Riley, after much effort, finally got rid of his wife's Uncle Baxter, his unwelcome house guest for the last two years. And brother was Riley up. But no sooner did the door close on Uncle Baxter than in came Baxter's brother, Uncle Buckley. And brother was Riley down. A week has passed, but Uncle Buckley is still there, and Riley is still down. At the moment, he is brooding in the living room of the small Riley house in the suburb of Los Angeles. Hey, where's my blue tie?
1: Oh, um, I think Uncle Buckley borrowed it. Huh. Starting all
0: over again.
2: Tomorrow it'll be my suit. First it was Baxter, now it's Buckley. I'd get rid of a headache, now I got a toothache.
1: <sighs> stop grumbling, dear. The
2: way that Buckley eats. Baxter was on a hunger strike compared to this guy.
1: Now stop criticizing
3: my uncle. He's only human. Everybody loves
2: food. Ooh, loving food is one thing. Trying to elope with our icebox is another This guy can eat a turkey leg without stopping at the bone.
1: Well, he won't
3: stay here forever. Just a couple of days. Don't
2: say it. That's what you said about Baxter, and he stayed two years.
3: Oh, relax, Riley. Here, I'll turn on the radio, and you can forget your big trouble.
2: We are facing political disaster, and I'm going to tell you why. No, you ain't, pal.
1: Oh, why'd you shut
2: it off, Riley? Oh, uh, it's just one of them politicians beating his gums again. <laughs> Those fellows must have iron tonsils. Oh, here's Uncle Buckley. Oh,
1: uh, what, yeah. What's the matter with you, Uncle
3: Buckley? I just had a very narrow escape. You're lucky to see me again. You call that luck?
1: <laughs> Riley, what happened, Uncle Buckley?
2: Oh,
3: I've been chased
2: by a pack of ferocious manhunters. It couldn't be income tax collectors because you ain't got no income. I am referring to dogs, Riley. Wild dogs. I beat them to the house by by inches.
1: For goodness sake, Uncle Buckley. Wild
2: dogs? How many? I did not pause to count them. Big beasts with long, sharp fangs. What kind of a town is this where where citizens can't walk in the street without being eaten alive by murderous hounds? Now, don't you start knocking the town. We got a nice little town here and our dogs behave. They don't eat between meals. Which is more than I can say for some uncles on my wife's side. Uh, you, you see this rip in my pants? Correction, my pants. Lucky for you, I was wearing them instead of you. I thought my last hour had come. The rest of the pack was closing in with gripping jaws. And then hey, suddenly... Hey, you should have
3: been there. Uncle Buckley just got chased by a dog. One dog?
2: Junior, my boy. Kindly do not exaggerate. There were conservatively at least ten. Listen, Uncle Buckley, Junior ain't so hot at arithmetic, but he can count one dog. (laughs) How big was it, Junior?
3: Oh, just a little pup. A little pup. The animal was the size of a full-grown calf. Uh, Uncle Buckley, you didn't even see him good. You were skinning over our back fence so fast. I, I cleared the fence in one superhuman leap. And you snagged your pants on a nail skinning over. But, uh, well, that'll be evidence to prove my story in court. In court? Yes.
2: Now wait a minute. You ain't taking my pants to court. <laughs> I am suing the city. Why?
3: It's supposed to have a dog catcher.
1: Well, there is a dog catcher. Isn't
2: there, Arnie? Sure, a fellow named Johnson. Well, i just have the dog catcher removed from office.
3: Gee, don't do that. Mr. Johnson is a good dog catcher.
2: I'll have that incompetent discharged by this time tomorrow. Oh, yeah? How are you gonna do that? Why, Mayor Petty is an old college chum of mine.
3: Oh, Uncle Buck, don't get Johnson fired. Maybe the next dog catcher won't be a nice guy like
2: him. Don't worry, Junior. Don't worry. Uncle No Buck is talking through his hat. Johnson ain't gonna lose no job. Uh, I, uh... Don't suppose you want to make a little wager, do you, Riley? I got five bucks that says you don't know the mayor well enough to get nobody fired. That's a bet. I'll take
3: care of it the first thing tomorrow.
1: Now, Uncle Buck... My niece,
3: I'm going to teach your husband a lesson. My honor is at stake. And five dollars.
0: <laughs> Let's pause for a moment. We'll return to William Bendix in the life of Riley, right after these messages. To find out more about old-time radio, old-time video, and the pleasures of listening to audiobooks, visit the Audiobook Club website, www.audiobookclub.com, where you can get four audiobooks for just one penny. And now, let's return to William Bendix and Paula Winslow in The Life of Riley.
2: Uh, Look, miss, I'm due at the war plant pretty soon. Can't Mayor Petty see me now? It's important. It's about a guy's job.
3: Lots of people want to talk to the mayor about getting jobs.
2: Yeah, but this guy's already got a job. He's the dog catcher.
1: What's his name?
2: Johnson, don't you even know him? Well, believe me, the dogs know him. Why, when a dog gets lost in this town, he goes right down to the pound and gives himself up.
1: <laughs>
2: Say, uh, what time is it now? Well, uh, goodbye, Buckley,
0: old goodbye. boy. Bye. i the guest, Eddie. Oh, thanks, burn, old
2: scout, and much obliged for that little favor. <laughs> Uncle Buckley, so it's been you that's been keeping me waiting out here. Uh, listen, Mayor Petty, I... How do you like that? He shuts the door right in my kisser.
3: You know, when the mayor can see you. Eh, no use waiting, Riley.
2: Bert, uh, that is his honor. The mayor has promised to fire Johnson. Uncle Buckley, if Johnson loses his job, every dog in this town will hate you, me included. <laughs> My boy, I'd like you to pay that to me a large bill. Two twos and a one. <laughs> Fine thing, getting a guy fired to win a five buck bet, sir.
3: it isn't the money, of course. It's the principle of the thing. Uh, see you later, Riley.
2: Uh, say, Miss, how long is it going to be before? I...
1: Yes, sir. All right. The mayor will see you now, Mr. Riley. Well, 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 Come in, come in, come in. Fine to see.
0: You. Fine. Take a chair. Thank you. Pardon me, a woman. Uh-uh, Mamie.
1: Uh, What was that matter the governor phoned about? His name is Riley, Chester A., 77, Blue View Terrace. Married, two children. Works at plant, Registered voter, but he didn't vote last time. Mm -hmm. Don't know what his complaint is. Something about dog catchers. Uh, Yes, well, uh, tell the
0: governor I'll see him next week. Now then, Mr. Riley. Chet Riley, isn't it? Fine to see, you, fine. How are all the boys on Blueview Terrace, eh? That's a nice little district over there. Since I put in the sewer. Uh,
2: (laughs) Thanks, Mr. Mayor. That's the prettiest sewer I ever seen.
0: (laughs) And by the way, Chet, how's the little wife and your two kiddies? Lovely kiddies, lovely.
2: Ah, they're okay, thanks. Say, I didn't know you knew me so good.
0: Why, Chet, all the citizens of this town are just like my own family to me. Uh, And, by the way, I didn't see you at the polls last time. We missed you, Chad.
1: Well, I
2: I guess I was kind of busy.
0: Chad, it's the duty of every citizen to vote for the right man. When you have the right man in office, you can always be sure of getting a little favor when you need it. Hmm? Now, what can I do for you?
2: Well, Mr. Mayor, it's it's about the dog
0: catcher. Say no more, Chad. This is the second complaint I've had this morning. Johnson's through. Wait a
2: minute. I ain't complaining about Johnson. He's a great dog catcher. Huh? Yeah, you, you've been listening to a lot of scandal mongrels. Like, like that guy who just left here.
0: <clears throat> well, I suppose there are two sides to the case, uh, Chet. But well, of course, with the election coming up, uh, my friend Buckley has promised me strong support in his district.
2: Is that so? Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Mayor. I know a couple of voters myself.
3: At the war plant where I work. Huh. Hmm,
0: I see. And you can swing their votes, huh? Have a cigar, Riley. Right.
2: Hey. <laughs> if you ask me, Johnson's had a dirty deal. For years, he's been catching the dogs, and you big guys been taking the bows. But now his friends are lining up in back of Johnson.
1: They are, huh? Eh? Yep.
0: How long has this Johnson boom been going on?
2: I ain't saying. But just on the way down here, I talked to 28 guys who never heard Johnson was dog catcher even, So I told them. But now they're four. And if I talk to 28 guys a day from now on until election...
0: The... My, my good man, you can't elect anybody for dog catcher. That job's not on the ballot. Only the mayor can appoint the dog catcher.
2: Okay, then me and my friends vote for a mayor that's for Johnson for dog catcher. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see. I get it, Chet. You might swing your votes to my opponent, McHale, at the election, huh? Well, I'll think it over. I think I can find a way to take care of Johnson, all right? Oh, thanks. Yes, sir. Mr. Riley's on his way out.
2: Yeah, I'm on my way out. Well, if I don't hear from you, you'll hear from me. Say, uh, now that I'm in politics, uh, have a cigar.
0: Why, that's the cigar I gave you.
2: Yeah, I... I tried this brand once, but I can't figure no way to smoke it and still not be in the room at the same time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mimi, two men have been in here this morning making an issue of the dog catcher's job. I suspect a political trick.
1: But who do you think's back of it, Chief?
0: Probably Johnson himself. That dog catcher wants to swing votes over to my opponent, young Joe McHale. That's insubordination.
1: Well, what are you going to do?
0: No, I'm going to get Johnson up here. Listen to him with an open mind give him a fair hearing, and then fire. (laughs) Riley has put in his day's work at the war plant after leaving the mayor's office, and now we find him waiting for some word from Mayor Petty on the matter of Johnson for dog catcher. When the word comes, it's through an unexpected channel. Hey, Pa, Who's here to see you mr johnson the dog catcher oh yeah glad to see you mr johnson hello mr riley <laughs>
1: uh,
2: excuse me a minute I, I think a dog got in the house
0: no no it's me oh. always do that when i'm nervous get a catch in my throat oh mr riley i come here to find out what you got against me
2: i got nothing against you how do you mean
0: mr riley after you talk to the mayor i he got it into his head I'm out the boat to boat the party. So he tied a can to my tail. I mean to me. Mr. Riley, I've run that dog pound eight years.
2: Junior, go get Mr. Johnson a drink of water. Get it in a pan.
3: Oh, okay, Pop.
2: Uh what do you mean the mayor tied a can to you? He he told me he'd take care of you.
0: Well, he took care of me all right. I'm fired for meddling in politics, says.
2: Why, the d- double-crosser, I didn't think it would work out like that. I, I was kind of trying to bluff, see? And...
0: Your bluff cost me my job.
2: Uh-huh. I'm awful. Sorry, Johnson. I'll-, I'll have to get you another job to make up for losing you that one. I
0: don't want any other job. I want my old job back. I like dogs, and dogs like me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well... Don't worry,
2: Mr. Johnson. I'm going to get you your job back as dog catcher.
0: The mayor's pretty sore. Says I'm biting the hand that feeds me.
2: Oh, is that so? Well, let me tell you something. He ain't feeding you. The taxpayers feed him. Who does he think he is?
0: He's the mayor, Mr. Riley.
2: Oh, yeah? And how does the mayor get his job? The people give it to him. And they can take it back if they want it. They can vote for the fellow that's running against him,
0: young Joe McHale. Guess Mr. McHale would appoint me dog catcher. But most folks think McHale hasn't got a chance to win.
2: Uh, he didn't have, maybe, but now he's got me on his side. Listen, uh, already I got a great campaign slogan. Yeah? Yeah. A dog is man's best friend, and a dog's best friend is Johnson, and Johnson's best friend is McHale for mayor.
0: Hey, that sounds good. Mm. Mr. McHale does like dogs. He drops in at the pound every so often. <clears throat>
3: There's some water, Mr.
2: Johnson. Oh, thank
3: you. Come on, Johnson.
2: Lap it up. I thought... I, I, mean, I mean... I mean, drink it. Okay, we start our campaign tomorrow night. Now, I'll phone McHale and tell him we're electing him the next mayor, and he's got to make you dog
0: catcher. You really think we can swing it? That mayor Petty's pretty smart.
2: Ah, uh, well, don't worry. I'll outsmart him. I got more brains in my little finger than I got in my whole head. Look at Peg. Here's our ad in the paper. For Mayor Joe McHale. For Dogcatcher Ulysses Johnson. Able, honest, fearless. Mass meeting tonight, Mechanics Hall.
3: Uh, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, Riley. Well, they called up from the hall and you can't have it tonight.
2: What? Why not?
3: Well, it is the hall's been condemned or something. It seems the mayor ordered the fire department to close it till further notice. That's dirty politics, Pop.
2: I'll say. Well, there's only one thing to do.
3: I'll hold my meeting in the park. That's free.
2: friends and fellow citizens i want to introduce our next
3: mayor mr joe McHale. fellow citizens that's enough buddy bring it up
2: what's the matter officer ain't we got free speech in this country
3: not without a license you got a license to make a speech here in the park i ain't making
2: a speech i'm talking to myself can I help it if this crowd is listening?
3: Well, you'll fight down till you get a license.
2: Where do I get a license?
3: You gotta see the mayor. Dirty politics.
1: Uh,
0: guess it's no use, Riley. Tomorrow's election day, and we still haven't found a place to talk mayor's got them all showed up. Ain't he, Mr. McHale? Eh, yeah, looks like it. Petty's having a mass meeting of his own in the park tonight. Yes,
2: sir. Listen, I got one of my most great ideas. If he won't let us talk at our meeting, we'll talk at his meeting.
0: At his meeting?
2: How? Mr. Johnson, you still got a key to the pound, ain't you? Yes, sir. You go down there and get the dog catcher's wagon. And then tonight, when Mayor Petty's talking in the park, we'll...
1: Talk-
0: Close as we can get without being seen. Gee, look at the big crowd. Okay,
2: stop the truck. Junior, you back there with the dogs? Yeah. Okay, get out and get up close to the platform. Johnson, you get at the other side of the platform and I'll get in front. Take your signal from me. Mr. McHale? Yes, Riley. When you hear the signal, Mr. McHale, do like I said. Okay,
3: let's go. <laughs> So many of you were able to turn up tonight to listen to the inspiring words of that great-hearted man, Thea are, Phineas they are Steve Pepe. Where's my dog? Well, I am not a dog catcher.
2: Well, that's tough. This town needs a good dog catcher. Since you fired Johnson, nobody can find their dogs. Poppy talk, sir. You've lost your dog, go to the pound. They ain't in the pound no more. They're all over town. Ridiculous. Is
3: that so? I bet my poor little dog. Afraid Of a couple of little dogs. Don't go away, folks! In a minute, we'll have a
2: speech out of Joe McHale, our next mayor, who ain't afraid of those dogs. You have listened to the final election returns in the bulletin has just come in. Mayor Petty has just conceded the election to his opponent, Joe McHale.
3: Riley, don't you want to hear your candidate
2: talk? I already heard him. He made the only speech I wanted out of him when he said, I appoint Johnson dog catcher again.
3: Ah, good evening, friends. Well, Riley, my boy, congratulations. Why, well, Uncle Buckley. I thought you were on Mayor Petty's side. Her uh, ex Mayor Petty. Ah,
2: don't tell me his being licked for mayor broke up your beautiful friendship, Uncle Buckley. He's no friend of mine. If he had fired the dog catcher as a favor to me, I'd have won my bet with you, Riley. But he double-crossed me. a scoundrel fired Johnson for political reasons. So you admit I win, eh? Oh, so it seems, my boy. Spoke like a man. Where's the five bucks? Well, uh, Riley, I want to pay you off in something better than money. Uh-oh. You see, if I gave you five dollars, it'd be spent and forgotten. That's why I've brought you a present worth five times five dollars. Bring it in, Junior. Look
3: it, Pop. Here's what you won from Uncle Buckley.
2: A dog. My favorite breed, a cockeyed Spaniel.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's
3: cute, Riley. Oh, he's the same one that chased Uncle Buckley, Pop. Mr. Johnson had him in the pound. Oh,
2: (laughs) so that's the little fellow that started the whole thing, huh? Imagine Uncle Buckley being afraid of a little pup like that. Ain't you ashamed,
3: Uncle Buckley? Well, when I first uh, uh, met this dog, it was still in a wild state. It's been, uh, it's been tamed since then. Well, Hold on to it, Junior.
0: <laughs> Don't go away, folks. As Riley says, it's wonderful to have meat back on the table. You're going to hop out of bed a little faster because there's good meat for breakfast. You're going to open up your lunch box or sit down at the lunch table more eagerly. Because there will be more generous slices of meat in your sandwiches. You've missed that meat, haven't you? Your mouth has been watering for meat. And more of it. Well, here's something you may not have thought of. That craving for meat is an age-old instinct. An instinctive reaching out for the right kind of protein. The complete, highest quality proteins that are essential to the growth, replacement, and repair of every body tissue. And the formation of the antibodies which fight infection. All meats, regardless of cut or kind, gives you the right kind of protein. Yes, now you can make meat your everyday every meal yardstick of protein food because meat measures up to every protein need. All statements regarding the nutritional value of meat made on this program are accepted by the American
1: Medical Association.